0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Kingsway's Weekly Podcast. My name is Matt Nickerson. I will be your host today for this podcast. Reflecting back on Sunday's message, we talked about our third core value. Uh, the way we phrase that core value is compassion, compassion. We love the world. Now, if you were here on Sunday or if you're not here, you may know this, but uh, we have these three core values. Uh, first one is celebration. We love God. The second one is community. We love each other. And the third one is compassion. We love the world. And the reason we created those two last two uh, core values is because really you could summarize, as Jesus did, all of the law and the prophets hanging on loving God and loving others. But we see throughout the scriptures that God really breaks down the others into two separate categories, those within the family of faith and those not yet in the family of faith. I prefer not yet to some of the other phrases that we use today. I'll get into that in just a moment. So I challenged everybody on Sunday to really consider and pray about how to show compassion. If I am a missionary with, say, Care India, one of our missionary partners uh, in India, uh, the way that I uh, show compassion, the way that I love the world is we build wells and we give clean drinking water. We provide Save the Girl programs where we give outfits and backpacks so that girls can get out of these destitute situations in the villages and get an education and possibly have a future for them. And I think we have over 10,000 girls currently in Save the Girl program. That's what we do in India. But in America, where most, maybe not all, but most people are well-fed and well-clothed, and most people have their electricity paid for and things like that. How do we show compassion in a way that loves the world? And the goal is always to open up doors for the gospel, open up doors for the gospel. Well, I'm going to focus on one part of that today. I'll give some wisdom on the other, but uh, let's just take a look for a minute. Here's a passage in the Bible, John chapter three. I'm going to read it and unpack a few things as it relates to Sunday and uh, just walk through and see if there's any wisdom for us. Ready? So, John chapter 3, verse 1, New New International Version says this, Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Okay, so, first of all, as I mentioned on Sunday, uh, notice here uh, that this man, Nicodemus, he's a religious man. He's well acquainted with the ways of God, the teachings of God, but he's just not sure who this Jesus guy is yet. I said Sunday that the point of the signs, the point of the miracles was not the point. The point of the signs and the point of the miracles was to to give authority, to point the way to Jesus himself. And part of my, the reason I'm bringing that up today in the midst of this is don't get so hung up on God's miraculous activity in your life and the lives of everybody else that you miss the point that all of it is to point to Jesus. So as you are figuring out how do I show compassion to the world, everything you say and everything you do is to point to Jesus. It's not to point to you. It's not to point to Kingsway. It's to point to. To Jesus Now, if Kingsway is doing your job, you'll be able to partner with us, us with you, <coughs> excuse me, in accomplishing that and pointing people to Jesus. But the goal is not Kingsway. We are not building a Kingsway kingdom. We are building a Jesus kingdom along with all the other churches and Christians in the community. Now, what I want you to notice here is there are really two different kinds of people who are at, at present outside the faith. There are those who are not presently seeking after God. They really aren't even curious. They aren't even interested. And there are those who are. And you probably need to think of this as a continuum. Uh, they're all along this stretch of very hungry for God and they're right at the brink of decision. They just need somebody to, to say the name of Jesus and they're ready. And then there's people who aren't even asking questions. And it takes wisdom and discernment to decide, figure out which kind of person am I talking about in this conversation? The word that's often used today and sometimes carries some baggage, but the word often used today is the word seeker. The The concept of somebody who's actually seeking after light. They're seeking after spiritual things. Now, what's common... I would also say today in the world in general in this postmodern world or some say the post-postmodern world we're living in uh, all truth is 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 truth and so your you know you you often hear the phrase you find your truth your truth is different than my truth but we're both right that kind of thing and that's not true seekerism uh, in the sense that people are just generically seeking after anything and everything and all ideas are equal what i'm talking about is somebody who's truly on a quest to discover god that's the kind of person we're looking at nicodemus and some of what i want to discover with you today in terms of what Jesus is doing in the conversation. Let's pick back up at verse three. Jesus replied, very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. So part of what Jesus is beginning to reveal to Nicodemus, who again is a religious teacher, he's beginning to reveal to him, and that is Nicodemus, You're sneaking in here at night. You're coming in here at night. You want to have a spiritual conversation. But the reality is you can't understand all the things that you are trying to understand until you first take that leap of faith, until you first take that step. Your whole life, your whole being, everything in you has got to go in on faith before some of these things can be open to you, before you can begin to truly get them. Nicodemus doesn't get it. (laughs) He says, how can someone be born when they're old? Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. And every mother listening to this podcast went by God's grace. Thank you that that's not possible. This is common. That Jesus is speaking in deep, rich spiritual metaphor, and sometimes the hearers don't get it. Sometimes even the disciples don't get it. We have the benefit here a couple thousand years later. The Bible's gathered together. We have many people who've made commentary on it, preachers and scholars and theologians who've written on it and talked about it. So we have sometimes a little bit easier time unpacking these things because they've been unpacked for us much of our life and in our culture. But you can not, you know, Nicodemus, you know, he's doing his best here. He's trying to grasp it just doesn't make sense to him. This is important because you need to understand when you're in a conversation with people, sometimes you're going to say something that to you is as clear and as blatant as it could be. You are born again. You accept these truths and you have made sense of them by continuing to study them and ask questions. But the people that you're talking to, they don't make sense yet. They aren't connecting. And the question for you is, how do I keep the conversation going? How do I continue to point them back to Jesus? And as we're going to see in Jesus' day, how do I offer a challenge to what that person currently believes? Let's take a look. Jesus in John chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus answered, Very truly, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear it sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. And Nicodemus responds, how, how can this be? Nicodemus asked. So part of what Jesus is doing here, as he's beginning to lay out a framework for Nicodemus. Nicodemus, you don't understand the things that I'm doing and the things that I'm saying because you're not trying to put it in the right context. You're trying to wrap this up in your current view and understanding of the world, but what we are talking about is spiritual things, and spiritual things can't be understood through the lens of the physical things. Spiritual things are unique. They are special, and you, by the way, should know that. Look at what Jesus says next. Verse 10, You're a, you are Israel's teacher, and do you not understand these things? And then we're about to get to that special verse. But I want to point out what's happening before we get to that special verse. What's happening is Jesus is kind of beginning to challenge just a little bit Nicodemus. Now, you have to use wisdom here. Jesus' day, Jesus' culture, and a conversation with a religious Jewish teacher who should understand messianic kinds of things is maybe going to be different than your conversation at your workplace with your co-worker. You might need to be a little less in your face, but here's the thing. Many Christians don't know when to turn up the heat a little bit and challenge ideas in a way that's appropriate. What Jesus is doing is challenging Nicodemus. He's basically saying, Nicodemus, you're hanging your hat on your education, your training, your knowledge of the Bible, and yet you're admitting Things are happening that I can't explain and you're missing it. And the reason you're not getting it is because you're refusing to accept what is being plain before you. I'm showing you the kingdom of heaven, but you will not believe. You're going to have a hard time getting this. Understand then, this is why I'm here. The son of man is going to be lifted up so that everyone can believe in him. That is the powerful phrase there. Now he's getting to the heart of the gospel, the heart of salvation. Jesus has challenged him. He's laid a framework to say, the reason you don't get it is because you're thinking of it wrong. And then he says, but here's the thing. One more sign is going to come to you, Nicodemus. One major sign. When I am lifted up, when I am lifted up, everybody's going to have an opportunity. Then John gives us some commentary on this. John chapter three, verse 16, this famous Bible verse. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Jesus is now proclaiming the gospel message. He's found a man who's seeking. He's challenged him with truth, and now he's presenting the gospel. Those three pieces are so critical for the conversations you're going to have when you're showing compassion. When you're sitting there talking to a family member, a friend, a loved one, a neighbor, a coworker, whoever it might be, it might even be an enemy. And you're showing them the love of God and you're challenging the way they see the world, but you're presenting to them the truth of the grace of Jesus. Jesus has come that all who believe in him will not perish, but have eternal life. That is why he's here. And then he notices verse 17, verse we don't talk about very often, he says, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. In other words, Nicodemus, I'm rebuking you. I'm calling you out because you don't get it and you're Israel's teacher. However, the son is here to save. He's not here to condemn. He's not here to judge. He is here to save. And he finishes in verse 18, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. I want to close with that last verse because I just want to make real for us today uh, the importance of this passage. Listen, we live in a pluralistic world where all ideas are equal, but all ideas are not equal. Uh, Those who have Jesus in their life will be saved, but those who don't stand condemned already. And so I want to encourage you to follow the path that Jesus follows with Nicodemus. Challenge current ideas with truth. Do it in love and respect. Do it with the power of the Holy Spirit, but do it by all means, do it. Who is in your life today that God is calling you and stirring you and saying, I don't care what it costs, disruption in your life or time or resources, but find a way to have a conversation with those who are far from him. May God use this today to encourage you, to challenge you, and to build up your faith. Can't wait to see you next Sunday. God bless.